Hello, my dear friends. How is everyone doing today? As always, I hope you have entered into this week feeling healthy and happy and strong. And more than that, capable of changing habits that are no longer serving you. I know you know what those are, and as I say it, I'm sure you can picture it in your mind. Yes, you can crowd out things that are no longer serving you with things that bring you light and health. I know you can do it. And remember, if you've not been feeling well, don't give up hope. The body is so resilient. I don't care how old you are, improvements can be made. You have options, which you are learning. And this podcast is one thing you can listen to every week to have a better tomorrow, so long as you implement. And if you're learning a lot here, a way to expand on that is to sign up for the Nurse Doza newsletter. It's bi-weekly and done Q&A style. And you'd be surprised how many people have told me that they may not have sent in their own questions yet, but they sure learn a lot from reading answers to other questions. You should send in your questions, though. Reread every single one of them. Seriously. Sign up for the nurse. Uh, no, <laughs> sign up for the nurse letter. Sign up for the newsletter at nursedoza.com. There you go. You know how it's live, right? All right. Today's podcast is all about seasonal allergies. But before we get into this, I just want to make a quick announcement. We have a school, an official online school. It's called the School of Doza. Tuition starts at one dollar. I teach live classes every single week. And on top of that, there's two opportunities for an Ask Me Anything session. Anything you want, live. Sign up. Tuition starts at $1. Go to schooldoza.com forward slash sign up. All right, let's get into the seasonal allergies. How annoying are these seasonal allergies, right? Well, today we're going to do our best to kick them to the curb. I have a feeling you'll be very successful with this. Let's get into this. Class is in session. So the first thing I want you to do to help your allergies is to take vitamin D3. I talk about vitamin D3 a lot more nowadays because I think more people are deficient than ever before. I think most people are indoors all day and they are deficient in sunlight. And if you're deficient in sunlight, you're deficient in vitamin D. And unless you live next to the equator, you're gonna really be deficient in vitamin D. And I was reading something interesting the other day. You imagine if you're not getting sunlight, you have to do something to supplement with it. And I was reading that vitamin D deficiency is one of the most common, if not the most common, nutrient deficiency in the world. But this is also a very fixable solution, right? I mean, if you imagine it's just a deficiency that you can course correct by taking a supplement from a very uh, easy standpoint, you know, a simple standpoint, convenient standpoint, it's easy. Just take a pill for this. Now, there's, there's very few supplements out there that I would say like, here, you just take this and automatically you're gonna get better. I'm very fortunate to say that most of the supplements at mswnutrition.com are like that. That's our supplement company. But with vitamin D, what's really great about it is that anyone can find vitamin D anywhere. All right? We have some. It's called the D. But when you take vitamin D, I suggest you take vitamin D3. The reason why I say you take vitamin D3 is because you have to go out of your way to go find really good supplements, right? That's why everyone's like, well, which supplement should I take? I go to Amazon. I go look online. And that's why I say I don't know where you get your supplements from. Like I say, if you just get them from us, I know exactly what they are. But vitamin D3 is the form you want. Okay, so you're going to look in the back of your of your supplements, whatever it's sitting on your counter, and go look at the nutritional label, and it'll say vitamin D3. I want it to be around 5,000 units. All right, that's what ours is. The D that we have is is 5,000 units. I think most supplements for vitamin D3 are around 800 units, maybe 1,000 units, and a lot of people have to take multiple 
capsules in order to get the 5,000. So ours is just one pill. And I think that's why I say convenience, right? Like if you had to take pills, let's, let's be honest, everyone either takes a medication or a supplement by now. Okay. And if you're taking one of these things, I imagine, is this medication helping you or hurting you? Because with a supplement, I know they're helping me, right? It's, it's rare that a supplement usually hurts you, right? If anything, a supplement is supposed to supplement to your body's function. It's not like you were deficient in a beta blocker. It's not like you were deficient in metformin. It's not like you were deficient in a statin, right? And that's why you have heart problems uh, to begin with. No, what the issue is you were deficient in vitamins and nutrients and amino acids, and that's why you were developing blood pressure issues or heart disease issues or cholesterol issues or blood sugar issues. Vitamin D deficiency, let me tell you what that looks like. You're sick all the time, just plain and simple. Seasonal allergies, when people are sniffling all the time, that's when they need to be taking vitamin D3. And if, they, if you think about taking vitamin D3 when your nose starts sniffling, it might be too late. I want D3, vitamin D3, around, you know, like I said, 5,000 units is pretty good for everyone. If, if you take that, you're taking that year round, okay? Because seasonal allergies, what season are we talking about? Like the cold and flu season, the flu uh, in the fall and the winter? Well, there's also like summer flu. Right. And then the springtime, a lot of people go outside more because it's beautiful. And then guess what happens here in Austin? There's cedar and mold outside and pollen and everyone starts complaining about their allergies. And, you know, I went to the bank the other day and my banker shook my hand. And afterwards, I looked at his desk and there was a bunch of Kleenex on his desk. And I was like, I know he hadn't seen him wash his hands, so he must have been wiping his nose. And then he shook my hand right after that. So guess what was on my hands? right? Seasonal allergies, his seasonal allergies, but that's okay because I'm taking my vitamin D. I'm taking the D. I, I take it every day, honestly, but actually I take that back. I take it five times a week. I take it five times a week because I check my labs and most vitamin D levels are, are low. If you go look at your labs, if you've ever had your vitamin D levels checked, which I highly suggest you do, you need to be at 60 to 70, if not 80 for your vitamin D levels in your blood work. Okay. If you're not there, you need to be taking more vitamin D. And if you're at 30 or 40 and your doctor, your practitioner are okay with that, that's not good enough, okay? I mean, there's a study right here that suggests that optimal levels are not at just 30 to 40. I mean, they're saying that it could be higher than that, okay? I mean, and, and so they're, they're researching now and showing like, okay, maybe we need to go a little bit higher on these thresholds of what we're telling people to take when it comes to vitamin D deficiency. Vitamin D is your immune system. It's your white blood cells, it's your killer T cells, it's your B cells, it, it's, your, it's your thyroid, it's your pineal gland. I mean, vitamin D helps make serotonin, melatonin, your hormones. I mean, melatonin, just think about it. it it's, it's your function, all right? And for seasonal allergies, seriously, go correlate, go look back and you'll correlate low vitamin D levels to people who always have runny noses and congestion. All right, and the second you start taking vitamin D, what happens is if you do have a little bit of runny nose, it never goes anywhere. And I'm telling you, like, yeah, if you get pneumonia all the time, I bet you your vitamin D levels are really low. Okay, your seasonal allergies should not be going to pneumonia. Okay, that's the thing. And if you think about, let me just ask you this question real quick. How many times have you taken an antibiotic in the last year because it's your seasonal allergies led to you getting sick? All right, because I think seasonal allergies not necessarily being sick People can have, like, I have seasonal allergies. Like, I have a runny nose. I have congestion. I have sinus pressure when the weather changes. Like, I can feel it, all right? But I don't get sick from it, right? Like, I just go through it, and I, I, my body's battling it. My immune system's battling it because I can deal with the seasonal allergies, right? 
one of the things that I suggest you do to battle the seasonal allergies yourself is work on your digestive tract. Now, the way that I eat is because I don't want to get sick around the cold and flu season. Seriously, I'm a practitioner. I help people not get sick anymore. I mean, and there's people that come in who get sick and they, they basically come and see me. They're breathing all over me. Like they're breathing germs all over me and coughing all over. Like I said, they're shaking hands with me and giving me their boogers and their snot on their hands and giving it to me directly on my skin. If this 2020, this person would have gone to jail, right? But in 2023, you know, I'm just like, oh, here we are again. This is how people get sick. All right. Now, one of the other things besides taking my vitamin D that I do is I eat really healthy, especially around, you know, the cold and flu season. Because if I'm eating a bunch of junk food and I'm eating a bunch of processed, you know, fast food, I am tearing up my digestive tract. And my digestive tract is part of my immune system. All right. And with seasonal allergies, you're going to be exposed to cedar mold pollen. Right. And I ask you this question. If those trees are out there year round, why do you get sick when the weather changes? Right. Like, why do you start getting congestion when the weather changes? Why do you start getting congestion when you travel? Right. You go to Christmas and get like, you know, around holiday gatherings and everyone's around you. and There's a lot of germs and bugs. Right. And you wonder why you get sick. Everyone's indoors all the time. They're sunlight deficient. Right. Vitamin D deficient. They're eating a bunch of bad food. They're coughing all over you. They're not wiping their hands. You know, I mean, ask the question, how many people actually wash their hands after they go to the bathroom? OK, seriously, like this is and you're and you're hugging people and you're kissing people and you're sharing utensils with one another and passing food along. I mean, seriously, this is germs 101. All right. And your immune system has to be able to fight all this. And so at Christmas time, one of the things I've been talking about lately with a lot of people is about dairy. OK, dairy is no good for you. Seriously, if you have seasonal allergies, one of the things that you need to cut out is dairy. All right. Now I'm going to combine this too. All right. Like you want to work on your digestive tract. And one of the ways you do it is you cut out things like dairy. Dairy is very inflammatory to the body. All right. Dairy is very inflammatory to the body. Dairy is very inflammatory to the body. All right. Now it's ingrained. Okay. The reason dairy is inflammatory to the body is because it's very hard on the digestive tract to break down and process. Yes, you will get some benefits and nutrients from cheese and dairy and milk. However, the science has shown us that mammals are not meant to consume dairy from another animal. All right. Like we're not meant to consume milk from someone else other than our mom. But yet we do this anyway. And, and, and I'm telling you, it's very processed. The milk today is very different from the milk from like 30, 40, 50 years ago. And there's cheese in everything. I was talking with someone this week and they said they've been trying to cut out dairy the last year. And they said it's in everything. It's because it tastes delicious. Right. Cheese is so I mean, if you ask everyone their favorite foods, cheese would be up there on the top three. They don't say milk. They say cheese. And then someone asked me one time, they're like, is cheese dairy? I'm like, yes, cheese is dairy. All right. And you think about pizza and you think about hamburgers with cheese on it. And you think about, you know, pasta and you sprinkle a little cheese on that. I mean, like imagine everything has cheese on it because cheese makes it taste better. But every time you eat American cheddar cheese or processed dairy, you're tearing up your digestive tract. It causes inflammation directly into the digestive tract lining. And I've found throughout the years that leaky gut comes from things like ingesting and digesting too much dairy. And I've also found an association between leaky gut and a fatty liver. One billion people in this world have a fatty liver. 
and I could beg the case that these one billion people also probably have seasonal allergies too. And they're consuming dairy if that's the case and it's making things worse. I really think if you if you want to don't if you don't want to get sick and you don't want to take antibiotics anymore, focus on your diet. Really. Like and I know it's really tough because no one else cares about your diet. I care about your diet. Right? Because you come in and you do a consult with me and you talk about how hard it is to lose weight. I talked to someone yesterday. They want to lose 100 pounds. They want to lose 100 pounds. Now, what's interesting is this person also has seasonal allergies, right? And they also get, you know, a lot of uh, congestion and sinus issue pressures, you know, around this, the seasonal changes here in Texas. Now, they also want to lose 100 pounds. They, what do you think they came in to see me for? The seasonal allergies or the weight? It was the weight, right? But the approach is still going to be the same. I'm saying, guess what? The dairy, it's a no-no. It's going to cause the weight gain. It's going to cause seasonal allergies to be worse. And at the same time, it could cause you in the long run to have things like insulin issues, heart disease. And I would beg the case is dairy's not really good for your brain. If you want a healthier fat, eat salmon. All right. Everyone's really deficient in salmon. Right. And if you just did one switch in your diet today for your seasonal allergies, imagine you're like, well, I need fat. I need, you know, something fat in my diet. I'm not, where am I getting it from? I'm not getting it from my dairy. Eat salmon. I was reading that. I was telling you before that vitamin D deficiency is not really a thing around the equator. So you imagine like in Alaska or maybe, you know, Antarctica, all, all those places where there's no sunlight. And even people will say too, oh, well, how am I going to get sunlight? Well, that's when you eat fattier fish because the vitamin D and the fish oil that you find in the salmon and the fatty wild caught fish gives you the nutrients you need to strengthen your immune system. And no one's serving salmon or sardines around Christmas time. It's not like that's a holiday treat, but it should be. That would, everyone's allergies would be much better. If you want to take it a step further, you want to work on your digestive tract, think about this. Dairy. Dairy causes a histamine release. You ever heard of histamine? You ever heard of an antihistamine? Antihistamines are probably something in your medicine cabinet, right? Think about Benadryl. Think about Claritin. Think about Allegra. Think about all these medications that are there to reduce what? Inflammation. Histamine uh, toxicity, histamine intolerance will be diagnosed for people who have a sensitivity to certain types of foods. Dairy gives you an allergic slight sensitivity reaction, reaction in the body. You ever heard of IgE? There's a food sensitivity test that I suggest everyone should do. I mean, there's tons of them that are out there. There's a new one that comes out every year. But if you ever do a food sensitivity test, it checks all your IgEs to any food that's out there, including spices and preservatives. And what I've learned, because I've done this myself and especially for my family, there are certain foods that I have a sensitivity to. And what I mean is I cannot digest them as well. And I typically have a histamine response. And what happens is I have inflammation from this histamine. Histamine you know, will, will cause inflammation with your mucus and you have mucus in your digestive tract, in your sinuses, in your head. Uh, you have mucus in your throat. You have mucus in your lungs, right? And the issue is whenever you eat dairy, the histamine, the tyramine, the inflammation from the processed like growth hormones in the milk and the dairy, they go into our bodies and they release things in our digestive tract or in our mucus that causes a sensitivity and it causes an inflammatory reaction. Like I could beg the case that if you have seasonal allergies, 
one way to make your mucus and your boogers even worse is to eat more dairy. Because if you want to basically thin your mucus, I would not eat dairy at all. And so you imagine seasonal allergies, one of the biggest things is boogers. Okay, boogers are good for you. You just don't want to swallow them. You don't want to eat them. You don't want to have them just staying living in your sinuses. If you took like an MRI or a CT scan of your skull and you've had sinus, uh, sinus issues like chronic uh, maybe ear in infections, if you looked at a CT, like a CAT scan of your skull, you would see chronic sinusitis, which is basically old boogers that have old bacterial and viruses that are just inside of your skull that's just living there like in your ear canal and all and the thing is they never go away so what happens is when you eat the dairy the dairy causes the trigger of inflammatory responses that causes all those boogers that have been like basically in your skull and your ear for a while it causes them to wake up and get really pissed off and angry and that's when you start going <laughs> And you're like, gosh, now I'm draining, now it's moving. Like, and you're like, oh my gosh, I can feel it, right? Like, you're, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Every time you bite into a cheese pizza, it makes those boogers and all the mucus in your head worse. And it starts in your digestive tract. Like, you eat the dairy, it goes and it causes inflammation in your throat, your mouth, your stomach, your digestive tract. And then, then it causes a cascade reaction because then the dairy gets absorbed into your bloodstream. The dairy goes to your liver, inflames the liver. It passes through the pancreas, inflames the pancreas. And then while this is happening, all this is sending signals to the brain, the heart, the, the lungs, and now you're causing inflammation. And then what happens is when you turn on inflammation, if you have chronic sinus issues to begin with, that gets activated. If you have an autoimmune disorder like Hashimoto's or Epstein-Barr, that gets activated. So I'm talking to all the people out there with autoimmune disorders. Imagine you're the people out there that cannot afford to get sick from seasonal allergies, right? Like anyone that has an autoimmune disorder, especially like, you know, they have pneumonia in the past, they are so worried about getting sick, right? Especially even the last three years with COVID, you know, when people were so worried uh, if they had upper respiratory issues to begin with about getting this, right? Like, because think about it, one of the things it's going to do is cause inflammation in the lungs, all right? Now, I would say for anyone that has rep respiratory issues, seasonal allergies, autoimmune disorders, leaky gut, fatty liver, stay away from dairy. If you do the food sensitivity test, I highly suggest it. You might find something in there you were not expecting. My test was uh, sensitive for tomatoes and almonds. I'm sensitive to tomatoes and almonds for some reason, which means I cannot break down tomatoes like I should. And when I eat tomatoes, my stomach swells up. It's crazy. Maybe I even have back acne. When I've cut out certain foods from my diet, like an elimination process over the years, my acne has gotten better. I've gained a six pack. Okay. My poops are incredible. I sleep really well. My energy is great and I have a lot of focus. Okay. That's what's happened as I've cleaned up my diet throughout the years. And like I said, I don't really get sick that often and I'm around people all the time. And I choose to eat this way because it's my force field. It's my shield. Right. If I eat a bunch of really horrible food all the time that's processed, I'm going to get sick. I was sick 20 years ago. I just, I was more of a diabetic then. But if I'm older now and I'm still eating the junk food, I'm going to get sick more often. The sodas, the cheese pizza, the fast food, it's not worth it. It's more convenience. That's what it is convenient food, right? I, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to cook anything. But really think about it. Something like your food is, a, is directly affecting your seasonal allergies. It, I'm telling you it is. 
okay? If, if you clean up your diet, there's things that you can do on top of that that make your, your seasonal allergies not go as, as worse as they could, okay? Like I, like I said, dairy is one of the things you can cut out. Cut out gluten. You know, cut out beef if you want to. Maybe you have an inflammation with that. Cut out eggs. You know, switch the salmon if you're going to do that. You know, for your vegans out there, uh, you know, I like tempeh. I like, I like soy-free tempeh, you know, if you want to do that. And I, I, clean food is very good for you, right, when it comes to seasonal allergies. So less processed food, the better. But for other people out there that maybe it's a little more acute, maybe you're dealing with the seasonal allergies right now, I'll tell you this. I'm, a big, on, I'm big on supplements. I already told you about vitamin D. Let me talk about NAC, N-acetylcysteine. My favorite supplement if, when you need to detox from seasonal allergies or an acute exposure, N-acetylcysteine. N-acetylcysteine is found in our liver boost supplement. It's also found in our liver prime supplement. And the reason why it's in both our liver supplements is because that's how important it is. N-acetylcysteine is an antioxidant that comes from the liver. It is the most powerful liver antioxidant that we make. It can reduce inflammation in a split second. Seriously. Research has shown that N-acetylcysteine is considered an essential medication around the world. The WHO classifies N-acetylcysteine as a mucus thinner and a way to recover from an overdose off acetaminophen, also known as Tylenol. If you overdose off of Tylenol, you would destroy and kill your liver. And they would send you to the ER, and in the ER, they would give you an IV bag full of N-acetylcysteine. I have N-acetylcysteine sitting in my refrigerator right now, and I give it to everyone every single day here in our clinic. You know why? Because it helps with seasonal allergies. It thins the mucus. It helps the liver work better. If you take it as an oral supplement, it can even increase something called glutathione. And you hear me talk about glutathione a lot. Glutathione is another antioxidant that our liver makes. If you are sick, you don't have enough glutathione. If you're sick, your liver is not making enough N-acetylcysteine. Uh, one billion people around the world have a fatty liver, which means one billion people around the world have trouble making N-acetylcysteine and glutathione, which means they're going to get sick. All right? And it might not just be seasonal allergies. If you have seasonal allergies, you don't have enough N-acetylcysteine and glutathione, right? Or vitamin D, or you're eating too much dairy, right? These things can be addressed. And when you cut out the dairy, you cut out the gluten, right? You cut out the fast food, cut out the sodas, cut back on the alcohol. Then you go and you take N-acetylcysteine. You can come in here and do an IV with me. You can buy Liver Prime. You can buy Liver Boost. And if you look at our supplements, NAC is the start. NAC is the one ingredient that kind of pieces everything together. Because NAC is so powerful that if you give NAC to people, I've seen it help them like instantly. It's a heavy detox, by the way, though. If you've ever done a NAC IV, you're not going to feel the best if you're not feeling the best to begin with. You got to get all that stuff out of your system. You got to detox. I mean, I give glutathione IVs for a living, and I would say if I needed a heavier detox than glutathione, if that's possible, I'd give you N-acetylcysteine. If, honestly, if, if I had a, a person in a very acute situation, and they came in here, and they're like, I need to detox right now, I'm giving them a bag full of NAC2, regardless of what they took. And, and I'm probably giving a bunch of other things like vitamin B6 with that, you know, vitamin C. All of that works together, right? Carnitine, lysine, glutamine. If you took NAC, glutamine, 
uh, and uh, what's the other one? Glycine. They say glutamate, but I say uh, glutamine. Glutamine, glycine, and uh, and cysteine. You make glutathione with the help of B6, magnesium, SAMe, and the methylation cycle. Those are for all you geeks out there. But N-acetylcysteine, it's safe for kids. Seriously, this is a shout out to Dehist Jr. Uh, my kid takes a uh, uh, Dehist. It has NAC in it. It has a nettle root. It has bromelain. It has vitamin C in it. And uh, it helps them. He doesn't get sick that often. When he does, it's not too bad. Yeah, he's running his nose a lot, but, you know, he doesn't you have to take an antibiotic. You know, so imagine what's that Christmas going to look like if he's not sick with strep again or, you know, upper respiratory infections. These are lifestyle changes you can make. Seasonal allergies, you know, you can live with them, but you can win the battle. It comes down to lifestyle, right? Take our supplement, the D. Take liver boost. If you took those two together, your immune system would be stronger, hands down. And people say, why do you talk about your supplements all the time? Well, if you're sick all the time and you want a solution, take the D. Take liver boost together. Change your diet. Cut out your dairy. Use code Nurse Doza if you want a discount, if that's more motivation. Sign up for the School of Doza. Find a community that supports you in your journey and maybe gives you more information for you to use. You can do this, all right? If I see you again, I'm going to ask you again what helped you because I know you're listening. I know you're implementing. I'll see you all in class. Keep working on your health. Until next time, class is concluded.